0: Hallelujah. We bless the Lord for tonight. And we thank God for gathering us at his feet one more time. Hallelujah. Yesterday, we enjoyed the grace of God in our midst. As our Reverend Jude blessed us with the word of God. And I believe that tonight also that same God is here with us to be a blessing to us and to cause us to be able to step out there to release what he has placed in all of us so that his name will be glorified. And so tonight, I believe that you shall be blessed. Hallelujah. Father, have your way in our lives and do what you have intended to do in our midst. As your word comes, speak to us individually and let your will be perfected in our lives. We bless and honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we continue to speak on the topic how to dispense the living water in me, how to dispense the living water. In me and this is coming from our um, 2024 prophecy that the Lord released unto us in John chapter 7, the verse number 37 down to 38. The Bible says that in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man test, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. When you add the 39, it says that, but this spoke he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified hallelujah i think we've had a lot of exposition on this scripture and we've all accepted and come to the place of understanding that the holy spirit is in us hallelujah and is in us in His full capacity with all his gifts and with all the fruits and with all his character, and he's ready to manifest himself through us. We have said a couple of times that when you study the coming of the Holy Spirit, both in the Old Testament and in the in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit was given for a particular assignment. If it was in the Old Testament. We know that God separated some few people, either kings or prophets or whatever it is, for a specific task. And the same applies also now in the New Testament. And so, he comes into our lives, or God gives them to us graciously, to mobilize workers for his end-time work on this earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. And you can see that, you know, flow in the life of Jesus or the role that the Holy Spirit played in the life of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, the verse number 38, when Peter faced the people and was telling them about Jesus, it says that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. When you read Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 19, the Bible says, this was a prophecy in Isaiah. The Bible says that Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Hallelujah. So when you look at these two scriptures I have read, you can clearly see the purpose for which the Holy Spirit is given. And in the life of Jesus It was given because of the assignment that God had for him and for the reason why he is here. And when you read other scriptures, you will realize that the Holy Spirit led Jesus in fulfilling of all these prophecies that was said or that was prophesied concerning him. When you come to the book of Acts, chapter 1, the verse number 8, This is also what Jesus said or what was said concerning the disciples. The Bible says that, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. The same Holy Spirit and power that Jesus received... It's the same Holy Spirit and power we have also received. Hallelujah. Even though with Jesus, the Bible says that it was given in greater measure. But it's the same Spirit that you have. The same power and enablement that God has given to us. Of which in our church, we speak about. Hallelujah. And so it is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes, He comes, we all understand that He comes with gifts. But most importantly, the character of the Holy Spirit, which most of the time we refer as the fruit of the Holy Spirit, is to enable us to live like Christ wherever we find ourselves. Hallelujah. The character of love, the character of long-suffering and all of it is to be able to walk on this earth like He, Christ, walked on this earth. Hallelujah. And so, we must be able to come to the place to allow the flow of these deposits, of these power and character and gifts of the Holy Spirit to flow out of our lives. Hallelujah. If we want to change the world, if we want to turn the world to the Lord, it is these gifts, it is these gifts that will work or oh, that would do the work. Hallelujah. And so it is my prayer that you and I come to this understanding that we have received the Holy Spirit. I remember the last time when Reverend Jude was, pray- um, was talking, he says that we, have been, we were given the Holy Spirit when we received Jesus Christ. So the Holy Spirit dwells in us. And the Holy Spirit is ever ready to empower us to fulfill our calling here on earth hallelujah i want to talk about a few things that you and i must pursue if we can allow the river or the rivers of living water to indeed flow out of our lives even as we heal the community around us even as we bring light to to the people around us our family members and all of them hallelujah one thing you and I must pursue in order to aid the flow of, this, of the Holy Spirit or of this living water is the pursuit of obedience to supernatural leadings. Hallelujah. Yesterday, one of the keys that Reverend Jude gave us was the key of obedience. Today, I am saying you and I must pursue we must pursue obedience to spiritual leadings you know if these, if the water if the living water will flow it is not of the flesh but it is of the spirit hallelujah and therefore the holy spirit will bring his leading in our lives i'm saying that the holy spirit is the one that will direct us where these manifestations are needed. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. In the book of Acts, chapter 8, the verse number 26, if you will come with me there, I will be happy. I read from the verse number 26 down to 29. The Bible says that, As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south down the desert, the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza, So he started out and he met the treasure of Ethiopia, an Enoch of great authority under the Kandaki, under the Kandaki, the king, the queen of Ethiopia. The Enoch had gone to Jerusalem to worship. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk along beside the carriage. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip said, Do you understand what you are reading? Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Until we come to the place where we obey the leading, the supernatural leading of the Holy Spirit. These gifts will stack in our bellies. We will not be able to channel them out. Hallelujah. We must we must be able to pray that God will give us capacity to be able to obey that small voice or that the voice of the Spirit that speaks to us from within us. Some, many a times, many of us are very rigid. This scripture I read was when Philip had had a very successful ministry in Samaria. Where he went to Samaria, and the Bible reports that there were miracles, there were healings, demons were cast out and all kinds of things to the extent that the leaders of the church sent Peter and others to come to help the work that was there. It was at, the, at, this, ex, at, it was at this time that the Holy Spirit spoke to um, Philip to leave all that was happening and head towards the desert. For whatever reason... I believe that if it was you and I, we would struggle with the Holy Spirit why we should do such a thing. There are many of us that the Holy Spirit speaks to us. We receive direction, but we are not able to fully obey that which is saying to us. There are many of us, our gifts of discernment or our gifts of prophecy or our gift of seeing is active. But sometimes when the Holy Spirit speaks to us, as to what to do, we are not able to do that. If we are not able to obey the leading of the Holy Spirit, we will not be able to flow these rivers of living water we talk about. And so this year, it is our prayer that God will give us that capacity that when we are led by the Holy Spirit... We will be able to know and follow so that God's name will be glorified. Hallelujah. Again, when you read the book of Matthew chapter 4, the verse number 1 to 2, the Bible tells us that then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Hallelujah. This was right after the baptism of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit led him into the desert to be tempted. Jesus could have refused the leading if he was not inclined and open. He could have missed all that transpired or happened at the wilderness. But by obedience, Jesus was led to the wilderness And we all know what happened there. May we hear and see the leading of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Another thing you and I, the second thing you and I must pursue this year, as we allow this river to flow out of us, is to pursue service. We must pursue service. Of the purpose or the will of God over our will. Hallelujah. You know, many a times our will conflicts with the will of God. As to what God wants us to do and what we want to do. Where God wants us to be and what we or where we want to be. What we want um, the decisions we want to take and what decisions God wants us to take. God's will over our will many a times becomes a battle. But if we will be able to be in the place or in the position to be a blessing, based on what God has deposited in us, then this year we must exalt God's will above our will. Hallelujah. And in John chapter 4, the verse number 34, and then I read at. The book of Acts chapter 13, the verse number 36. The Bible says in John chapter 4, verse 34. The Bible says, so the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. And this was the story of the scripture, the passage that we use in bringing light to this prophecy or this um, year's slogan as the Lord spoke to us. So the Bible says that when you read um, from the beginning, the Bible says that Jesus was moving from Judea to Galilee. And many, when you study it carefully, you realize that there are other ways or there are shorter ways that Jesus could have used in going to where he was going. But the Bible says that he decided to pass through Samaria. Samaria. We also know the conflict that was there. Yet, he still decided to pass it. Someone will ask or you will ask, why did Jesus took or went through all this trouble just to pass through this, um, Samaria? It was because it was God's will for him to do so. It was the will of God for him to do so because there was a soul or there was a, te- a destiny there that needs to be touched. Hallelujah. And so the Bible say he tells us that when... Jesus said to his disciples, His will or his food is to exalt God's will above his will. And this year, if we will also allow this river of living water to flow out of us, God's will must be exalted above our will. Hallelujah. Our purposes, our plans, the things we have written down or the things we have planned, must be interrupted by what God wants to do in our lives. Hallelujah. In the book of Acts chapter 13, the verse number 36, the Bible says that for David, after he had served the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep and was laid with his fathers and saw corruption. So this was David. David sought after the of God for his life. David lead for the will of God for his life and accomplish it. And the Bible says that he slept peacefully. May we also have a testimony like David. Hallelujah. May we pursue God's will for our lives this year. May we find out what is it that God wants me to do. Where does God want me to be? There are many of us because of our own plans and purposes, we cannot even have time to, to serve in any ministry. We don't have time for the work of God. We don't have time for the things of God because we have our agendas that we are pursuing. But how can we be a blessing when God's will does not matter to us? How can we be a blessing when it is what we want that matters and not what God wants for our lives. If we will be a blessing to anyone or to our generation or to our community, we must sought after the will and the purposes of God. Hallelujah. It is very, very important in order for this river to flow out of us. You know, sometimes... When you talk about the character of God, the Bible tells us that the character of the Spirit of God or the fruits of the Spirit, the Bible says it is love and long-suffering, patience, and all of that. There are times that sometimes we have been offended but God beckons us or God leads us or God speaks to us to let go that offenses. If we will obey what the Lord is saying, that person who has offended that shall be blessed but if we do not obey and allow our will to stand that blessing or that blessing that God has bestowed upon us cannot impart the people around us if we can allow God's will to stand in our lives this church will continue to grow from strength to strength hallelujah oh I said hallelujah so, in order for us to allow this water to flow out of us, we must pursue to serve God's purpose or God's will in our generation. The third thing we must pursue, in order to open up or to allow this water to channel out and to be a blessing, is to hunger to see opportunities around us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We must hunger that God will open our eyes to see opportunities around us. In the book of Matthew chapter 35, the verse number 36, Matthew chapter 9, Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 to 36. The Bible says that, and Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogue and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them. Because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Carriers of the Holy Spirit. Men and women who have been endued with power. Who have been baptized with the Holy Spirit. What do we see around us? Do we see men that are helpless? Do we see men that are diseased? Do we see men that are harassed? Do we see men with hopelessness? What do we see around us? What kind of situations do we see? Many of us do not see anything around us. Many of us do not see what is happening in our community. We don't see what is happening in the youth. We don't see what is happening in our nation. Many of us, virtually, we are blinded spiritually. But the Bible says that when Jesus was walking with his disciples, his disciples were with him. Yet they did not see the state of the people that were sitting or were standing in front of them. Jesus had that spiritual eye. May you and I have that spiritual eye in the name of Jesus. May our eyes be opened. To see opportunities of ministry, opportunities where we can channel out these rivers of living water out of us in other for people to be blessed. There are many, there are people around us in our communities, in our homes, in our neighborhoods that are challenged, that are perpressed, that are suffering, who needs a little comfort from us, a little encouragement from us. There are even some in the church that people who come to church and sometimes leave without they receiving what they want. But God could use any of us. God could use you if only we are alive to the leading of the spirit. If only our eyes, our spiritual eyes are open and our antenna are so high, we will see the needs around us. We will see the ministry opportunities around us. We will see the opportunities where we can be profitable or we can use our giftings to be a blessing to the people around us. And so those here, may we desire to pray that God will enlighten us in the name of Jesus. God will open our eyes to see what we have to see. Or probably better put, to see what he sees. Hallelujah. It is very, very important. In John chapter 4, the verse number 35, the Bible says that, Do you not say that there are yet four months? Then comes the harvest. Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. May we lift up our heads. May we lift up our eyes and may we see what we have not been seeing. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. Sometimes right there at your office, sometimes at the place you teach, sometimes at the marketplace, sometimes even while you are sitting in the trotro moving from one place to another. There is a need. Somebody may be certain beside you that has a need. Sometimes just a word. Sometimes just hold my hand, let me pray with you, could lift a burden up. But because many of us are blinded with our pursuits, we are carrying the presence of God. We are carrying the answers and the keys to the world. Yet we can't identify the opportunities where we can channel these blessings through so that the communities and the people around us can also be blessed. But this year, may the Lord use us mightily to bring glory and honor to His name in the name of Jesus. One other thing, also, the fourth thing we need to hunger. For or pursue this year, if we can channel this rivers of living water out of us is the love for God and His work. The love for God and His work. There are many of us, sometimes we quickly will say we love God. But our attitudes tells or shows otherwise. There are many of us, we see the work of God suffering and yet, we are not moved. We are not burdened. We come to church every day, or every now and then. But some, many of us have actually been in this church for many years. But we don't have any ministry. We don't belong to any ministry. Or better still, so that some of us who have retired, just because we have been offended one way or the other, and so we have resigned. We are sitting back and we are looking, and we have become critics. We have become judgmental and all of that. We do not have God's love in our hearts. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. And if we want, if we can, or if we really want to be beneficial to our community, our church, and the people around us, we must have love and compassion. We must have love and compassion. I read from John chapter 1. The verse number 17 to 19 is a very popular scripture. Jesus' interaction with Peter. I take it from the verse 17. He says that, And Jesus said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, When you were young, You used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, You will stretch out your hands, And another will dress you, And carry you where you do not want to go. This he said, To show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me. Hallelujah. This, Jesus challenged Peter's love for him. And for the work that he has entrusted in his hands. After the resurrection of Jesus, the Bible tells us that Peter took charge of the disciples. But it came to a time that Peter decided to go fishing. And carried virtually all the disciples with him. There Jesus appeared to him at the shore, uh, appeared to them at the shore, sat down at with them and posed this question to him. Do you love me? Peter, this question was asked Peter three times and Peter kept on answering, yes Lord, I love you. The impulse of this question or what Jesus was trying to bring to the attention of Peter is that if you love me, upon all that I've entrusted in your hands, you will not go back to what you've left behind. You will have focused on what I've entrusted in your hands and mobilize your people and be at it. But here I find you, back to where I called you from. I called you fishing, made you fishers of men. You have gone back to your old profession. And that is many of us, our story. The Lord delivered us and endowed us with power and abilities, poured His Spirit upon us, looking out for us to step out there and glorify Him with the giftings and the blessings that He has bestowed upon us. But many of us have abandoned our posts. Many of us have laid down the work of God. We have abandoned the purposes of God for our lives. And we are pursuing our own agendas. In different versions. But this Jesus asks Peter. Do you really love me? Probably this evening that is a question you and I must answer. Based on where you stand in the faith. What you are doing presently. How long you have been in the faith. And what you are using these gifts of God to do. Jesus is asking you this question. Do you love me? Upon all that God has bestowed upon you and endowed you with, upon all the equip that God has equipped you, you sit still idle. You sit still not using the resources that God has deposited in you to be a blessing to the world and the community around you. He asks, do you love me? We must pray and pursue that god 's love will indeed be shared abroad in our hearts. hallelujah, that we will love God to the extent that we will do his bidding we will we will work for him, we will do what or we will work with what he's, what He has entrusted in our hands in the name of Jesus. hallelujah. The Bible says jesus, and this is very profound. Jesus said to peter he said to peter he said that You see, when you are young, you go wherever you want. But when you grow or you become old, someone directs you. And the Bible says that by saying that he speaks of his death, Jesus was saying that I have no more will of mine. There are certain levels of our Christianity where what we want becomes dead. Our will becomes buried. And God's will is that which drives us. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. You may not want to do this. You may not want to forgive your neighbor. You may not want to love your neighbor. You know, you may not want to serve. But when you get to a certain level of ministry, it is no more about you. But it is about he who saved you. He who called you. He who showed you the grace which you have. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. I pray that if we can really dispense this water in us. We must be compelled by the love of God. We must be moved by the love of God. The love of God must compel us to do what hitherto we would not want to do. To step into places that hitherto we wouldn't want to go. To lay down our lives and sacrifice. God is calling us to a place of sacrifice. Many of us, probably like Peter, have excuses why we are not functional in the house of the Lord. Or we are not using the gifts, pursuing the gifts that the Lord has given to us. I believe that God also has a very good reason of giving you or giving you these gifts. And God is asking you and I, do we really have love for him. Do we really love him? If we love him, we will be where he would have been. Hallelujah. The Bible says that God, the Holy God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit so much that he brought Jesus to the captive, to the blind, to the oppressed, to those who are imprisoned, to the poor. Probably places that Jesus If it was, he himself wouldn't want to go. But because of that equipment and the mandate upon his life, he was there. Hallelujah. He sat with sinners. He was with the poor. He was with the blind. He was with the crippled, the lepers. He was there. In other, that they will benefit from the grace that is upon his life. For many of us, these are places we most of the time Avoid. We don't want to associate ourselves with. There are many a times that we have called for us to step out there to go and evangelize on the streets, but there are some of us that feels too big and too decorated to see ourselves on the streets sharing the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. But it is for this reason. You have been anointed. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. It is for such a time or such purposes and such reasons for why you have that which is in you. That which is in you is not needed in the hospital. As Jesus said, I did not come for those who are well, but I came for those who are sick. The water in us are to benefit the world. The world that is sick the world that is dying, the world that is full of decay, that is where God expects us to dispense these rivers of living water. In a church where we cannot forgive, we cannot love each other, even when we are saying peace and many blessings, behind the peace and many blessings are many other things. The love that the Holy Spirit shares are brought in us is able to help us to forgive each other, is able to help us to love each other beyond what uh, personally we could do. And so, let this river flow in the name of Jesus. Oh, I said, let this river flow in the name of Jesus. Let men and women benefit from this river that has been deposited in us. As we obey the leadings of the Holy Spirit, May the Lord lead us to places that he that we wouldn't want to go. May the Lord lead us to places where we are mostly needed. May the Lord lead us to places where we can be beneficial or we can be a blessing to those that are there. And when he's leading us, may he give us that spirit of obedience to follow him in the name of Jesus. Oh, I said in the name of Jesus. May the Lord give us that capacity To be able to share our will and the things we like. Our purposes and our pursuit for the will of God and for the pursuit of God. May God's agenda be our agenda. May God's plan and purposes be our plans and purposes. May the Lord help us to surrender totally everything we have. To the lord that is the only thing that is the only that is the only time that that which is in us can be beneficial and useful we also will pray that god will open our eyes to see opportunities where we can step in and be a blessing it is very very important there are fields the fields are right as jesus will say all around us, in the church, outside the church, our offices, our marketplaces, everywhere. There are opportunities to use that which has been deposited in us. May the Lord open our eyes. May the Lord open our eyes. May the Lord open our eyes to see these opportunities so that we can use our gifts, we can use what the Holy Spirit has deposited in us, To bring healing and deliverance to the communities around And lastly, that God's love will be so mighty in our hearts. That we will love God so much that we will be devoted to the things of God. We will be devoted to the things of God. That not even offenses will cause us to retire or resign from wherever God has placed us. That not even tiredness, not even frustration will be able to shift us from our post. But that the love of God will compel us even when we don't want to go. We will go. Hallelujah. So that we can channel out for the sake of that which has been placed upon us. will be able to be a blessing to people. There are many a times that, and I believe that anyone who is in ministry will attest to this. There are times that you don't feel like serving the Lord, or you don't, not serving the Lord, but doing or going to a particular place. I mean, for us, those of us that do missionary work and these things, there are times that certain places you go, you could say that it is virtually life and death matter. Um, my, my life as a mission, um, one who leads missions, severally have been tempted on the mission's field, both spiritually and physically. But even all those instances still does not deter us to fold our arms and say, we won't go again. Archbishop will say, what have you suffered? Hallelujah. Oh, I said, hallelujah. May we be compelled by the love of God. Hallelujah. And, and, and pursue God's agenda for our church, and for God, even for the world at large. Hallelujah. We'll be standing on our, on our feet to pray very soon. And we are going to pray, you know, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, the verse number 6. The Bible says that Paul charged Timothy, he says that, For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. There is a gift of God that is deposited in us. And until for that gift of God to, to come up and to be able to flow out, we must stir it up. Hallelujah. And so tonight we are going to pray that God will stir our giftings up. Even as we open up our eyes and as we desire these things that we have talked about, God will stir and fan into flames all these gifts so that we can be beneficial to our community our church and the world at large also in second peter chapter one the verse number two the bible says that my it says that grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of god and of jesus christ you know god is a god of grace and it's a God that multiplies grace. Hallelujah. We want to pray that God will multiply his grace upon our lives. Will give us even bigger capacities to be able to do what he has commanded of us to do hallelujah we are praying that we are going to pray that any any limitations of ours any shortcomings of ours any reason and purpose for which we cannot step into our ministry into our giftings and and and, and be a blessing to the people around us we are praying that god will cause us, his grace to be multiplied upon us god will give us capacity God will give us room. God will give us understanding to understand his purpose and to be able to grow in these giftings that he has placed in us. Hallelujah. Shall we please be abstinent? You have the gifts in you. You want to open your mouth and begin to speak to God. That God will stir these gifts into flames. God will help you to cause these gifts to come alive. That these gifts will be useful. You are going to pray that God will give us that spirit of obedience to be able to recognize the leadings of the Holy Spirit even as he leads us into our offices, as he leads us into places for manifestation places of blessings places where we can channel this water, this river of living water out of us. You want to pray that that spirit of obedience will be activated in you that spirit of obedience with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit dwells in you, you are supposed to be a child of obedience. You are praying that God God will activate it. God will cause it to come to life. That you will not fall short on obeying the leadings of God. We also will pray that God will give us hunger to serve His purpose and His way whilst we are in this generation. That we will be like David. We will also serve God's purpose in our life. Not our will, not our purposes. We will not pursue our own agendas and abandon God's agenda. But God's will and God's purpose shall be our agenda. Can you lift up your voice and begin to talk to the Lord? You know why you 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 have, you have you have you have not been active. You know why you have not been you are not in any ministry. Why you are not working? For those of us who have been in or um, we, we were in some time and we are retired, you want to pray that God will stir you up. You want to pray that God will will will, will rekindle you. You want to pray that God will re- reactivate you back and bring you back onto the field so that we can all distribute or bring these blessings that God has bestowed upon us that will be a blessing to people around us. Can you? just lift up your voice and begin to pray. Pray to the Lord. If you need grace, ask God that his grace will be multiplied upon your life. Any challenge you are having in your life, the grace of God is able to subdue and to supply you strength and abilities to excel in your calling. Can you lift up your voice and talk to the Lord? The Lord, oh God, your giftings in me that it will come alive, oh Lord. Uh, that I will be useful, oh God, both in my church, in my community, Community in my surrounding, wherever you need me, uh, to channel others' water. Lord, that it will not miss, it will not be missed on me, but I will follow after your leading. Oh, my obedience will be, will be, will be, will will, will be online in the name of Jesus. Yes, oh Lord, grant me a capacity of love, oh God, uh, that I will love you beyond, uh, that I could love, I will love you beyond uh, myself, I will love you beyond uh, other things that I love, O oh God, that you will be the first in, in line, O oh God. Oh, yes, O oh Lord, I will pursue your work, O oh Lord. Ah, You want to talk to the Lord, that God will give you a hunger to serve His purpose and His will whilst you are alive, O oh God. God's will is that which you will look out for. God's will is that which you and I will pursue. But God must first be able to help you to give you that hunger, give you that pursuit. Jesus pursue the will of God uh, from the day he came until the day he left this us he pursued God's will uh. may we also pursue God's will uh. may we not allow that which God has deposited in us uh, become redundant oh God oh my we are praying at the strength of the Lord uh, as he led Jesus into various places as he led Philip to that Ethiopian Enoch he will also lead us. Uh. He will lead us even to places that we don't want to go. Uh. Even to places that we don't want to find ourselves. Uh. Oh, the Lord will lead us there. Uh. The Lord will lead us there. In the name of Jesus. Oh, uh. oh. That no gift of oh God in this church, oh God, will be redundant, to oh God, oh Lord. Ah, may you activate our giftings, oh God. May you revive our gifts, O oh God. May you revive our vision, oh God. May we may you revive our purposes, oh God. May you revive our obedience, oh God. Ah, Ramakataya Brondorea. Revive our love for the things of God, oh Lord. We pray that whenever we meet, may the Holy Spirit manifest itself through each and every one of us. May our gifts come alive. Oh, may the fruit of the Spirit in our lives come alive in the name of Jesus, in our homes, in our families, oh God. May people witness that gift in, uh, in our lives and the unseen upon our lives. Uh. Oh, Ramayataya Boa, at the office places, uh, at the marketplace. Uh, oh, wherever we find ourselves, uh, oh, Lord, oh, God, we pray uh, that you will use us, oh, God, uh, to bring honor and glory to your name. You will use us, oh, God, uh, that your name will be magnified, oh, Lord. Uh, you will use us, oh, God, uh, that the world will know that, Oh god, you are still in the business of doing great and miraculous things. oh Libranda branda la bakatha ya brandere ya de ya bebea li adaya babande kadaya brandere bebea lima ya daya brosiye dere bebea limbranda ya baya de ya baya dere bebea conflicting wills and purposes and pursuits, our lord oh god that are not aligned with your agenda for our lives oh god tonight we are praying Oh Lord, oh God, you will terminate it in the name of Jesus and you will release your men and women, oh God, to arise, oh God. Oh we pray that you will revive the ministries in the church, oh God. Ah, let the ambassador's ministry be revived, let the outreach ministry be revived, let the prayer ministry be revived. Let the ministry be revived. Let the protocol ministry be revived. Let the media ministry be revived. Lord, revive us, O God. Because you have given us a different mindset, O God. You have given us a different purpose, O God. You have given us a different pursuit, O God that you will use, that you have deposited in us, O oh God. Ah, O oh Lord, O oh God. To quicken us, O oh God. Ah, you will use it, O oh God, O oh Lord. Ah, to bring more laborers into your house, O oh Lord. Ah. We need capacities, O oh God. We need grace upon grace, O oh God. To excel in your callings, oh God, To excel in our giftings, O oh God. To do that which you have called us to do, O oh Lord. Ah, that we will be like Christ, O oh Lord. The Bible says that as he is, so are we in this world, O oh God. When men encounter us, may they encounter Christ, O oh God. Because there will be full manifestation of the Holy Spirit around us, O oh God. bro. <player> La nadie? La nadie? No, let the river let the river flow out of us oh god let your river flow out of us oh god let your river flow out of us oh goda let your river flow out of us, oh God. Let your river flow out of us, oh God. Any blockade, oh God. We pray that you will remove in the name of Jesus. That we will descend to your glory. We will descend to your honor. We will descend, oh God. That it will bring, bring glory and honor to your name. Oh, yes. Yes, oh Lord, you are faithful, God. You will do this and more for us, oh God. Oh, we bless your name. We bless your name. We want to pray lastly. We want to pray that this church will experience the flow of the Holy Spirit. That relationships that have become some way, the Lord will iron them out in the name of Jesus. We want to pray that any disunity, any kind of thing that is not helping the church or any of us or the ministries to move forward, we want to pray that because of the, the this Holy Spirit and the deposit in us, oh, we will not be bothered, we will not be minded, we will not be offended, we will not we will not hold grudges against each other, we will not be bitter against each other, we will not live and walk in hatred with each other, but we will allow the spirit, the gifts of the spirit to flow in our in our ministries, in our lives, in the name of Can you just lift up your voice and begin to pray? Pray that the Holy Spirit will have His way in our lives, will have His way in our ministry, will have His way in our relationship. Oh yes, oh Lord, yes, oh Lord flow oh god that every death thing in our lives oh god in our midst shall be uprooted in the name of jesus oh let the river flow oh god that every sick thing in our midst oh god be healed in the name of jesus oh let your name be glorified let your name be honored oh god in our midst oh god let the fire be ignited oh god and let it Bring us together, O oh God. Uh, oh, that we will live in harmony even as we serve you together. Lord, we bless you tonight. We honor you tonight. We know that all the, these and more as we have asked, you will grant it to us so that, O oh God, your will will be perfected in our life and we will live to glorify you even with our gifts and the blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Indeed, O oh Lord, we shall benefit our communities. We shall benefit society. We shall benefit the church and above all your name will be exalted among us. We thank you and bless you in Jesus name we pray. Amen. God bless you.